Welcome everybody to another episode of Smoke Break Enlightenment. Today we're going to be uh, exploring the concept of mindfulness. You know, this is a common thing that everybody's heard. Um, you know, specifically here in the West, uh, you know, a sort of a therapeutic response to life's transgressions and difficulties. So what exactly is it? You know, if you take mindfulness definition, you plug it into Google, this is what you're going to get. The quality or state of being conscious or aware of something. Two, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. This is a lot of words to describe essentially a state of thoughtlessness. And to practice mindfulness, right, to, and to explore into this concept, uh, it's generally uh, something that a lot of people refer beginners to, uh, you know, for its simplicity. You know, many years ago when I first got into all of this business, you know, I was, I was very fond of the idea and I want to say I practiced it primarily for two years. And, uh, you know, something that sort of happens when you start to practice mindfulness is state of convergence, right? It's uh, a, a morphing of a non-dual existence into something comprehensible. So how does one do it? Well, as with anything in the uh, spiritual and esoteric realms it uh, has a thousand plus variations of how to perform it the most basic sort of common act is to redirect your thoughts to the experience of something that's happening uh, without attaching things to it you know so for example if you're having a lot of anxiety about you know going to work or an interaction that you're going to have you know, as you're sitting there having said anxiety, uh, you would then direct your focus towards the feeling of anxiety. You know, being openly aware of the way your body feels and uh, sort of, you know, the nervous system response, etc., without applying any sort of direct attachment to the anxiety itself, not being universally involved in the anxiety, rather witnessing it coincide along with, you know, a bodily or uh, mental sensation. You know, so if you're walking, you're, you're focusing explicitly on walking. 
And mindfulness is a very good technique to develop a, a discipline within the mind, but it's not necessarily effective for other means. Many people have reported that uh, you know it's more damaging than beneficial. And of course, only you can figure that out. But uh, it's it's a difficult thing to have a podcast topic about, simply because there's uh, is so much renown for the fact that mindfulness can. Uh, literally obliterate so many different aspects of anxiety and stress and discontent uh, but it's and I don't want to say that it's not as good as other practices or vice versa it's very elementary in its approach so for somebody that's just starting out you know, whether they're uh, exploring some of the more esoteric side of things or maybe even the psychological side of things, then mindfulness is a very valuable practice uh, because it essentially creates a foundation of which to lie upon to directly proceed or to redirect one's will. And I feel like that is... crucial step in the outline of things. Now, if one applies mindfulness to practices of uh, either other traditions or you know specific events that are happening, and they combine mindfulness with, say, breathing exercises or visualization, um, that's when the entire experience can be amplified. That's, can, that's, that's essentially when it's brought to a fuller realization. And so as we sit here together, as you painfully listen to this podcast, right, guide you sort of on a step-by-step process of how this would look. So let's say you're, you're, you're sitting down. If you're not, let's sit down. You lay your back against the cushion of the chair or the couch or as you're sitting on the floor even. Just suspend your back against the trust of the furniture that you're laying upon. And I want you to just simply keep your legs in a natural position, keep your arms in a natural position where it will provide the least amount of resistance. And now I want you to direct all of your thoughts specifically to the feeling of sitting wherever it is you're sitting. So let's do that, shall we?
in these moments, you will have other thoughts come through, whether it be uh, thoughts of anxiety or depression or uh, irritation or happiness. And as these thoughts come up, I do not want you to resist them. I want you to simply witness them go along. And as you sort of passively watch these thoughts pass between your eyes, you're redirecting your focus back to the suspension of your body in the chair or on the couch or on the floor. For people who have not practiced mindfulness in the past, this is, this is a rather strenuous situation here because it's so rare that we're ever told to just sit and to do nothing and, you know, sort of experience what it is in the very act of said experiencing. But now, applying the same ideas, you know, to amplify the speed of this process. I want you to again sit and, you know, sort of roll your shoulders back against the chair, you know, or the couch, etc. And as you're doing that, take note of the feeling of rolling your shoulders back. And after you do this for a few times and you've gotten excessively comfortable, as you take a deep inhalation, I want you to visualize there not being any sort of support for your body. So no chair, no couch, etc. the exhalation of your breath, I want you to reimagine the support of the furniture holding you up. So let's, let's apply this here. So inhale, we visualize the loss of the furniture. Exhale, furniture returning and maintaining our posture. Now rinse and repeat this process, you know, let's say five to 15 times. And what you'll notice here is that the very perception that the mind guarantees us is so fragile that our body will go into sort of a, a mini shock says, whoa, 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 I don't, I don't have a chair or I don't have a, a couch to support myself with. And then within a simple breath, it's all returned, right? One could even take this practice further. And with the inhalation, 
of getting rid of the uh, support, right, of the furniture, with that same breath, we're inhaling in purified smoke, right? So solid white smoke that's going in through with our breath, taking away our foundations. And as we exhale, you would then visualize a black smoke, right? A tainted smoke leaving your body through the breath with the return of the furniture. And if you sit and you do this practice for a little while, you know, whether you're, you're at home or you're at work or anything else like that, two things will happen. Obviously, you will be fully aware of the relaxation that comes through to you. But then you'll also realize that your entire existence hinges on an axiom of perception. Right? Everything uh, perceivable weighs heavily upon the mind. And the mind guarantees the experience. Hence why non-dual practices transcend the mind itself. Right? Of course, that's much later down the road or it could be now it's ultimately decided however in this specific scenario that we're referencing just for the simplicity of language uh, and you know deciding how our mind puts things where let's let's say that that is an advanced understanding. So even though mindfulness has a whole host of benefits, I could not recommend it as I am a firm believer in not performing practices until a intellectual understanding has been realized. And Afterwards, of course, practices have to be recognized for what they are, and that's an illusion. Uh, uh, an action that has taken place within perception. And we all know that if it can be perceived, then it's untrue. All right, folks. Hopefully that was a, a good welcoming understanding of mindfulness you know as you're as you're wrapping up your smoke here you know I just want to I really want to drive the point that mindfulness is beneficial to the majority of us I have found success and results with it but we also have to realize to whom do those results occur as usual, you can reach out to me, smokebreakenlightenment at gmail.com. I've also got a brand new spanking Twitter account opened up. Um, 
you can find me on the tweets at capital S, capital B, capital E, underscore non-duality. All right, guys, catch you next time.